Hello and welcome to Hands Up, the education podcast that takes a light-hearted look at all the quirks that may be in a teacher, an educator or just part of a school, a truly unique experience. My name's Jordan Firth, I'm a Year 2 teacher and I'm joined by fellow teacher, co-host and co-creator, Mark Tomlinson. Hello, you didn't mention the BBC thing. <laughs> I left it out this time, oh. being ridiculed. I'm... I'm Jonathan Firth, I'm a BBC bite-sized presenter and year two teacher. Yes. Yeah, okay. Good. In this episode, Mark will be looking at the School of Hard Knocks in his famous fictional school. I ask my year two class, what would you change about Mr Firth? And for our teacher talking point, we're discussing classroom cures. It's great to have you with us, so sit down, cross your legs or make sure your chair's tucked in. Four legs, Mark, and let's get started. Mark, how are you feeling? I'm okay, just to go back to your... um... (coughs) What you ask your children? Yeah. Do we need to tell the listeners that this uh, is a serial of episodes, <laughs> series of episodes, because the amount of things your children wanted to change? <laughs> yeah, this you is. will the... run over six hour long sessions. <laughs> Our spin off podcast, Changing Mr. Fur. <laughs> Changing Mr. Fur. <laughs> Which Netflix will make into a uh, TV series. Yeah, like Queer Eye. Yeah, hosted by RuPaul. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Okay. Um, we weren't able to record the podcast last week because you weren't well. So no. have, you, have you improved? I have, thank you. Yeah, I wasn't very well at all last week. Yeah, I had uh, chest infection. Yeah. Uh, I had a Zoom call with my doctor. Right. First thing she said, got a PCR test. <laughs> and I just said, is that, is that just your stock response now to anybody who is showing cold-like yeah, symptoms? And she basically went, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably quite a relevant uh, podcast then for you this week as we talk about classroom cures for our mm. teachers talking about. And clearly, into like when we as teachers, as, a, as an example for later on, when we say put wet paper towel on it, clearly the doctors just like doing a PCR yeah, test. A PCR exam. <laughs> That's their go-to. <laughs> exactly. That's their go-to response. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad you're better. It's Thank good you. to be able to do this for you again. Um, so let's take a look at this week's Ask You Two. So, once again, during my PPA time, I got my wonderful but long-suffering PPA cover, Mrs. Bamford, to ask my class another question. If you could change one thing about Mr. Firth, what would it be? Uh, As ever, the names have been changed to ensure privacy. So, let's see what happened this week when we asked Year 2. Is it this week? Is it the cast of Crossroads? I have themed it. Oh, brilliant. Can I see if I can work out the theme? Yeah, I don't think you'd be a fan of it. No. No. No, no, no. But I have themed it. Excellent. Harry says, uh, I wish you'd let us do whatever we want in class. Now, I mean, anyone that's done a bit of, you know, a famous bit of choosing time mm. or maybe some sort of like golden time, is this a treat or anyone that's ever experienced like an indoor playtime where you just kind of give the kids a license to do whatever knows that chaos reigns mm. but the noise the chaos the amount of children just wandering around the inability to keep tabs on them the noise the new hierarchy in which you're not an authority figure just a bystander in their classroom in their world in other words a reception classroom and i, I don't fancy that so i'm not going for that one <laughs> are you you said you're not going for that one is there certain things that the children have suggested that you are going to do <laughs> Potentially. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Neville said, I think he'd look better with red hair. Now, 
anyone that's seen the ending, <laughs> anyone that's seen the ending of Squid Game, uh, without too many spoilers, would realise that not many men can pull off uh, artificially red hair. No. And I probably wouldn't add myself to the list of people. No, who no, can. no, no. So, um, I mean, I am probably pale enough. I don't get out that much um, no. to be a redhead. No. But again, I'd not. No. Not one that I'd go for. No. Um, Ron said, I wish he had rainbow hair. So, okay, they don't like my hair. I think it's their vibe <laughs> that I'm getting. <laughs> they don't like my hair colour. Bit hurtful. Fair enough. They can see a flaw. They want the best for me. <laughs> Gotta respect that. Um, Luna said, I wish he'd do ballet and wear the full pink outfit. Um, I'd love the core strength to be able to do ballet, mm. so wouldn't be against it. No. Um, my current dance style, more Billy Elephant than Billy Elliot in regards to the outfit I won't say much um, other than they don't know what I do on weekends so true this is true Jordan yeah yeah in your tutu <laughs> Hermione um, said I wish uh, 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 <laughs> I've got it you, I've got it yeah. do I win a prize sure we can start with an outfit excellent <laughs> Is it the cast of the J.K. Rowling uh, children's novels, <laughs> Harry Potter? It is indeed. Um, please do go back for our archives and listen to the Harry Potter special, in which you are a massive fan. <laughs> um, should, I wish he'd be more Elmo. Now, this was, the only, <laughs> this was the only one I asked for clarification on from Mrs. Bamford. I was, be more Elmo. Like, I didn't really know what the men, I thought, is this just another kid that wants me to be a redhead? Um, is this another hair thing maybe they don't like my voice uh, I mean I don't like my voice but I don't think that I think that being Elmo would mm, wear thin. Yeah. so when they asked her about it she wasn't sure if they actually meant emo <laughs> be more emo which I don't know if that's in a six year old's vocab um, but yeah maybe like wear more black be a bit more miserable all that sort of stuff but I mean not much of you, a stretch that you know me personally Mark, <laughs> don't you yeah, so yeah. I feel like my wardrobe is pretty much grayscale and yeah. I, yeah would you describe me as, as a happy no. enthusiastic no. hobby no. <laughs> so, none of them wish granted basically I'll just be myself yeah. <laughs> wish granted <laughs> although you couldn't be an emo with rainbow hair you, you couldn't you know mix and match with these True. suggestions could you no so that no. wouldn't work yeah that's a good point you get many red-headed emo I suppose the diet the diet black, think they probably would they? yeah you've yeah. already got the sort of pale complexion mm-hmm. to go with Indeed, it Indeed, yeah okay um lavender favourite one simply says two words stay perfect so gold star nice. Golden certificate this week for Lavender, <laughs> <Yeah>. is it? <laughs> talking at Mr. Bird and not graffiti sing <laughs> This week's teacher talking point is all about classroom cures and classroom remedies. And secret head teacher at Secret HD One um, a few weeks ago tweeted out a list of sort of some typical classroom cures and people added to the list. So his tweet uh, reads: Classroom cures, tummy ache, go to a toilet. Feeling sick? Take your jumper off. You might be a bit warm. Go have a drink. Bleeding? Wet paper towel. Feeling sick on the coach? Sit on the magic newspaper, which I've never heard that one. No, no. Um, I assume that's like... I, well, I don't really know. Sit on the magic newspaper. Do like, they like, Do they take a newspaper with them for that, for that specific reason? Purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Or maybe is it like back from a time where... Teachers wouldn't sit on the couch just scrolling through Twitter. Maybe they'd sit and actually read a newspaper. newspaper yeah. I didn't really get what that mm. means. Like, pot, like potty trading a puppy. 
yeah. so it doesn't make a mess. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did e- you Google it, Magic Newspaper? No, I didn't. No, no I didn't do my research. Come on, man. Don't come to this podcast that prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, earache, cotton wool in your ear. Is that a... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, old school, that. Yeah. Um, so, anything else, um, get to lunchtime, see how you feel. What are, what are yours, Matt? Are there any, before we get into the replies, are there any that you would add to that list if someone comes to you at a playtime or in the classroom are there any well there's the I miss my mummy yeah. that one and it's always you know it's home time soon she'll be yeah. here to pick you up soon yeah, yeah. so that's one obvious one what about when they say it first thing in the morning Um you've only just seen her <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine are quite time dependent I feel so like they don't feel well. <laughs> so it's, like, it's nearly playtime. So see how you feel after you get some fresh air. Yeah, it's nearly lunchtime. You're probably just hungry. Yeah, it's nearly, to, it's nearly home time. So tell your grown up and go home, go to bed. Good, all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. So just mm, just get them nice. on to the next. Yeah, yeah, indeed. To the next thing. Um, let's read some responses then. Um, I, when it, just just when when if a child ever comes up to you and says, "My tummy hurts." Yeah. What What do you say? Go to the toilet. Yeah. Do you always say? Have you had a poo? <laughs> or did you quite, say? Do you go no, to I the don't quite. I don't go, quite go into that much. Because they may just go to the toilet and do try and do a wee. Yeah. Do you need to be a bit more, a bit more specific? Yeah. Direct them to what kind of toileting they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, my tummy's still hurting, Mr. Thompson. Did you do a wee? <laughs> just for the foot of your rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to. Maybe that's maybe that's it. I mean, need to be a bit more specific. Mm-hmm. Next yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at Lil underscore on underscore C, it says, feeling sick, have the magic bucket next to you on the floor. Magic it? bucket, magic paper here. Yeah. I don't, there's nothing magic I feel about. It's just a bucket. Just a bucket, bucket yeah, you're going to throw up in. There's nothing <laughs> no, magic about that. Magic. <laughs> I've never called it the magic bucket. <laughs> no. It's not going to make you feel better. It's literally there because you feel awful. <laughs> Ours of course a bright yellow bucket, so it's so obvious. Yeah, like you're yeah. sat there with that bucket, it's like a big warning, yeah, it's like a hazard yeah. sign next to a child. Um, Mark Hamilton said, "I once had a teacher bring a child to my room for a visit, as she, the child, was feeling sick. So I'm assuming they've got right. Feels like well, let's just go to the so classroom mm-hmm. and go for a bit of what? Um, cue the child vomiting in the doorway of my classroom. So <laughs> that didn't work. Then. <laughs> um, I mean, he says it didn't work. Worked perfectly for that teacher. Exactly. Not their responsibility. Yeah. So we are threshold <laughs> in the classroom. Use your job to clean it up. Um, Polite and reasonable says our school has a no wet paper towel policy. She says I may abuse this on occasions; they're very useful, and I am a rebel. And no, I, I, I do. To be fair, it is frowned upon. I guess in our school, it's not. You wouldn't. We we don't get taught it on first aid training. The no, no, first true. Aid, but true, I feel true, like yeah. as a placebo effect. Yeah, yeah, it works. And it when works, you know it does, yeah. that it's something that the child just needs to look like you've done something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It works, doesn't yeah. it? So, yeah. Yeah. and no wet paper towel yeah. policy is yeah. is poor. Um, at Nikki Midgley says, "I have a headache. Shall I stand on your foot and distract you with a new pain?" Then <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> and this is a classic. Loads and loads of comments like this. My finger hurts. Shall I chop it off for you? <laughs> <laughs> Loads of stuff about yeah. amputating limbs. Is that, that one like, when the child, Mr. Thompson, it hurts when I do this. You know what to do. What? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, at 
Miss underscore M underscore Maths um, says that she couldn't believe it. He'd not mentioned. Just keep having little sips of water. <laughs> little <laughs> sips of water. Just little sips of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, at God 3 said, um, since a child spewed in my classroom bin, a wire mesh bin, which merely sieved oh. the vomit <laughs> rather than catching it. My response is to send them to a reception uh, and sit and sip their water because they have wiped clean flooring. <laughs> Good. Um, secret primary teacher, match made in heaven with secret head teacher there, at secret primary one said, had the challenging parent of a boy who was constantly pretending to be ill. She complained to the head after I'd kept on telling him to wait until the end of the day to see how he was. So then each day the following week, she phoned home to ask her to collect her little darling. Like every time she said he felt sick, she put, she stopped. <laughs> um, and then secret head teacher replied saying, um, or the opposite, when they send them in, when they're clearly ill mm. and you ring them 30 minutes later to say, yeah, they're thrown up. Yeah. Or when you know when this when they come in and like I've given them loads of carpod and yeah. clearly they're not. If you've had to do that, do that just to just get them through the school. The school. They're looking all pale and sweaty and clammy. I've given them some carpod. Yeah. Just let me know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we'll be speaking soon. Yeah. yeah don't worry about like, that. Just give us give us a ring if if they're not feeling any better. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> At Rodwell, Sam says, I use all of the above, plus slight injury in PE, walk it off. Yeah. Just keep moving. <laughs> Best to keep moving, walk it off. <laughs> Just going back to the magic bucket and magic yeah. paper, obviously yeah. the, in, in amateur football there was the magic sponge, wasn't there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe if you put the word that's magic where it's come from. You just put things. the word magic. Maybe your doctor just said, "Have you done a magic PCR magic test? PCR. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been for a magic pool?" <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I'm actually like, "Have a magic sip of water." <laughs> yeah. um, at Rebecca Keane, seventy-eight says, "My leg hurts." That's a good job of sitting down in your chair to rest yeah. it there. <laughs> well, the other one from, from that I do sometimes is because we're in infant school, so yeah. children spend a lot, not a lot, but some time on the carpet. Yeah. And I'll have a child say, Mr. Thompson, my leg's really hurting. I send them to sit on a chair. Go and sit on a chair then. See if that, see if that helps. See if that helps. I, I am sometimes reluctant to do that because then I feel like they'll keep doing it because for children, if they're sat there, in fact, especially when they're injured, yeah, they love being sat on the chair and everyone mm. else on the carpet. Yeah, yeah. Lorded it over <laughs> everybody. <laughs> they don't. It's like in year, obviously we're in infant school, but it's like in year six where all the school would sit on the floor in the hall, but you were allowed to sit on the PE bench yeah. in year six. Yeah. You could just feel Indeed. bigger and yeah. taller yeah. than everybody. Yeah. So I feel like we try and take advantage of that. <laughs> um, Ali, at Ali Cannon says, sore throat. Better not do any chatting today then. That'll help. You better give your voice a rest. Good. <laughs> Let's take a look then, Mark, at your famous fictional school. Now, when you said to me, I'm doing the school of hard knocks, I, I was like, is this a bit of a moment? Have I missed something? Or is it sort of like literally the metaphorical school of hard I, I didn't really know the angle you were coming at yeah. from this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess you better explain. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it is, it is exactly that, a metaphorical school yeah, really okay. so and we're looking at a number of schools rather than just one establishment okay so hopefully all will become clear yeah. just before i start just i've got a little a little aside about the bell yeah okay. so I, i've got a bell in my class yeah and i have a, a sen support whose son is in our school and so yeah. she brings him into my class on the morning and he's obsessed with the bell 
right? And he comes in and he always asks politely if he can ring the bell. And I say, yeah. And then one day he came in with a penny in his hand and he said, Mr. Thompson, can I buy the bell off you? <laughs> and I thought, oh, I says, I says, well, I says, if you do want to buy it, it's going to cost you £49.99 <laughs> as a joke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, the following day he came in clutching about 15 ping copper coins. Oh, bless him. And I went, oh, well, you're almost there, £49.84 80, to go. <laughs> I said, let's get a little plastic beaker and you can put it in there and save it. Every day since then. This is three weeks ago. He's bringing money in. Oh, <laughs> and last week he brought a money box to put it in. I reckon he's about he's got about a pound twenty already saved <laughs> oh, up. And I said to him today, where are you actually getting this money from? Yeah, yeah. And and he said, uh, off my mum. So I said, does she mum know about this? <laughs> and he went, yeah. I had to pull his mum to one side today and say, she went, oh, it's just a bit of change that we have in the ashtray or, or whatever, and we just let him take it. She goes, it keeps him busy. So, anyway. Change in the ashtray. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's what she said, changing the ashtray. My, my word. <laughs> Fishing around among the tab ends. <laughs> I feel like they're, they're dying out though, aren't they? You know, like people used to have those massive um, glass cola bottles mm. we've, we've changed in. Mm. They're, they're dying out yeah. now. I remember yeah. my dad doing it and he yeah. had like yeah. hundreds of pounds worth of things yeah, to fill yeah. it up. But people don't really no. use cash that much no, anymore no. to get the change which is why I rang the bell for an <laughs> ashtray of coppers <laughs> you know maybe it's one of those things where they come in at the end of the day take the house keys car keys out bit of loose change took it. <laughs> I'm going to ask tomorrow when it rings tomorrow have you got out the uh, the cop the loose change ashtray <laughs> Uh, brilliant. Sorry, I digress. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to explore the School of Hard Knocks, also referred to as the University of Life or the University of Hard Knocks, okay. an expression meaning the difficult and sometimes painful education one gets from life's negative experiences. While violence is never the answer, nor accepted in our educational system, the fictional school thinks nothing of children settling their differences with a good old punch-up or a duel at dawn. When two children have, fall, uh, have a falling out, they are not told to go and find someone else to play with by a dis dismissive teacher <laughs> who is far more interested in unpicking the moral and ethical dilemmas of Squid Game with his colleagues. No, they are told to choose their weapons, meet on the rugby field the following morning at 6am. I like, I'm pause there, Matt. I like how you were talking about Squid Game and when you refer to that teacher, bear in mind there are a number of teachers in our school, more than 12, uh, we are the only two males, and you said when he's, he is talking to yeah. his colleague. Yeah. So basically, you talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the school of hard knocks, Jordan. It is not for the faint-hearted. So, if you want to leave the room for the next ten minutes, be my guest. I, I, Nobody's going to judge you <laughs> for being a lily-livered liberal, Jordan. Whenever you start re uh, doing these fictional schools, I always want to leave the room <laughs> for 10 minutes, so nothing's changed, but I will stick it out as always. Tough guy. <laughs> Good. Don't say you haven't been warned. <laughs> uh, there are many examples of fictional schools of hard knocks, not least in the works of Japanese anime. Take, for example, the high school founded by martial arts masters in Tenju Tenge. 
For many, high school offers the chance for a fresh start. New classes, new teachers and new friends. But for pupils at Tudo Academy, the primary goal is to become part of the elite group of fighters in school. Forget exploring the works of Shakespeare, understanding the biological formation of calcium carbonate, or perfecting the masculine and feminine rules of the French language. At Tudo Academy, you're assessed on your expression of power and showcasing the potential of the human body through your skills in martial arts. And you can forget Sports Day at the end of the academic year. The pupils of Tudo Academy take part in a battle royale style competition where schoolhouses fight each other to the death. Uh, thanks for attending our end of year battle royale. Uh, please can I remind parents not to share any photographs of decapitated corpses on social media. <laughs> if your child has survived the day, you can collect them from the main entrance at 3.30pm. Children's remains can be collected tomorrow once they have been identified. Don't forget our summer fair takes place on Friday. Everyone welcome! <laughs> Across at the Shibutan Academy in the anime show Soul Eater, school rules clearly state that fights between students must be moderated by a member of staff. Uh, Mr Firth, Mr Firth, you got a minute? Are you free to cover me tomorrow afternoon? I'm supposed to be refereeing a fight between two kids from year one, but I forgot I'm on a paediatric first aid refresher all day. <laughs> yeah, it's taking place in the dinosaur playground afternoon playtime. Yeah, Casper from class six and Ryan from seven. Something to do with a fidget spinner. I know it's not 2018. Can you cover it? The children who attend the school in Yakuza Girl are divided into houses who spend most of their school days attempting to kill each other with weapons or supernatural powers, while all disputes at Tenby Academy, which feature in Mac and Kai, are dealt with by formal duels, with the loser being obligated to comply to the winner's demands. Callum, come here a second. Why is Kyle upset? I appreciate you being honest about pushing him off the climbing wall, but you can save your apologies as Kyle has challenged you formally to a duel. <laughs> Do you accept? Great. Right, both of you head over to the dueling shed. Choose your weapons. Oh, thank you for offering to hold their coats, Amelia, but that won't be necessary. What do you mean the dueling pistols are not in there? So what have you chosen? The bell! And Callum? Oh, the ball and cup thing. You've got about five of them. No, I can't unknot the string. You'll just have to make that work for you. Kyle, if you lose, Callum wants you to give him your pudding for the rest of the week. Callum, if you are defeated, Kyle just wants to be his friend, you to be his friend. Okay. On my whistle. <laughs> In literature, Terry Pratchett's Discworld series has many examples of the school of hard knocks. The unfortunate Fool's Guild School sits next to the Assassin's Guild School, a fee-paying school for wannabe professional killers, where pupils learn that it is dishonourable to kill someone without being paid. The happy, piping voices of pupils from the Fool's Guild School that drift over the wall into the neighbouring school grow considerably quieter as pupil numbers dwindle by the end of the summer term as the children from the Assassin's Guild School take their assassination exams. Across the disc world at Huggleston Academy, boys are sent to be turned into men where there is an acceptance that school will entail a certain degree of wastage among the fat, the lame, the lazy and effeminate. 
That's me and you done for by half turn then, Jordan. <laughs> While at the Quirm Academy, the female equivalent to Huggleston, the pupils live in fear of the PE teacher named Iron Ronnie. Interestingly enough, I've just ordered my mum a birthday gift from the Anne Summers catalogue with the same name. <laughs> I hope your mother doesn't listen to this podcast. She, she, she's profoundly deaf. Right, okay. So she won't be good. No, we're not good. No. <laughs> Sorry, Mum, if you are listening, you're not listening to Profoundly Deaf. So there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> while, the, while the hard knock style of education at the Unseen University sometimes leads to students being returned to their parents in buckets when they have been unable to show the difference between monkeys and apes. I mean, come on. That's one awkward end-of-day conversation. Oh, hello, Mrs. Johnson. Uh, can I have a quick word about Timmy? Unfortunately, he wasn't able to demonstrate any distinctions between monkeys and apes this afternoon. So, yeah, I understand this is upsetting. <laughs> yeah, by all means, you know, if you want, take it up with the head teacher. Uh, well, the school doesn't have a Twitter account, so you won't be able to tag us in. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate he was only 13. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I hear you. Actually, monkeys use their tails for balance. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but I really need to dismiss the rest of the class. Just speak to the office if you want to make an appointment to see me. Yes, primate, yeah. No, that's a gibbon. <laughs> Thank you. Tilly! Zoe! I can see your grown-ups! Oh, wh- oh, where's she gone? Mrs Johnson! Mrs Johnson! Oh, sorry to be a pain, but do you think I could have the bucket back by the end of the week? <laughs> The School of Hard Knocks is also represented in comic books such as the Japanese publication Majaiko, Love Me Seriously, where pupils at the Kawakami High School have official duels and have access to replica, replica weaponry which is kept in the classroom. Right, you two, back in your seats. You've been sharpening those sabres far too long. Come on, I need you to have written at least three sentences before dawn. Otherwise, you're going to have to stay in and finish them during dueling time. While one of the greatest cartoon characters of all time, Grunkle Stan from Disney's Gravity Falls, argues that the education system should involve children being released onto a desert island to fight amongst themselves as an approach to teaching them about life. He also suggests schools should have lessons with the sole purpose of teaching kids to swear. All right, class, settle down, settle down. Right, our final word today is bollocks. <laughs> this is a word of Middle English origin that is used either as a slang word for the male testicles or used to express contempt or disagreement or as an exclamation of annoyance. That's a load of bollocks. It can also describe being spoken angrily to by someone. The teacher used to bollock me for talking in class. Right, almost time for lunch. Uh, tomorrow we'll be looking at the word cock-knocking f- Bobble. Enjoy the rest of the day. Oh, oh, and can you do some research in the etymology of the word bugger? Ready to present at the start of the lesson? <laughs> of course. <laughs> These are all extreme examples. But life is not fair. And the school of hard knocks hammers this truth like no other lesson. Fairness is an idea born from the clear favouritism that this world bestows upon the strongest, the wealthiest and the most cutthroat. Those lacking emotions and who have the ethical outlook of a natural predator always rise to the top. Many of us never graduate from the School of Hard Knocks. We just go on from one academic year to another, being taught harsh life lessons by people who don't give a flying f*** about us and casting the weak and the vulnerable to one side. Whether it's living under a conservative government or having to attend a school that doesn't see the value in every pupil, 
Many of us are, are alumni of the School of Hard Knocks. And yes, schools and teachers do their best to promote resilience and character among school children. But there's no getting away from the fact that many of them will always be fighting off silent assassins armed with the mallet of everlasting flame and will never hang their diploma certificate housed in a three-pound frame from the range on their toilet wall. Oh, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> I am um, I mean, quite profound there at the end, actually. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mark, I feel like yeah. You, you, yeah. you went quickly from teaching um, <laughs> swear words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite profound. So I felt like I needed to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'd gone on a bit. I am... Um, I I look. I would take a class that taught you about uh, <laughs> how to swear mm. properly. Can you just? Um, I, I'm going to dread saying this because I'm mm. probably going to have to get my bleeper out yeah, at some yeah. point. Could you just um, read out again the swear word you said that they'd be looking at the following week after bollocks? Because uh, I particularly enjoyed that. They can. You ready? Yeah. Cock knocking <laughs> bobble. <laughs> Which is also the name of a horse that won the Grand National in 1979. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I'm a fan of that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that. So don't say that the Hands Up podcast doesn't uh, widen your vocab. vocab. No, exactly. It doesn't teach so, you anything. No, no, so, no, no, no. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See if you can get in a sentence tomorrow. <laughs> on your whiteboards. Get your whiteboards out. Don't forget to start with a capital letter. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Give us a follow on Twitter at HandsUpPod. Uh, keep an eye out for all of our posts, any questions we might post, and we just might feature on the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please pass it on to another teacher or an educator or just anyone else you feel might, might listen to it. And don't forget to subscribe. Give us a quick rating if you can, or even better, leave us some feedback with your preferred podcast provider. That's all for this one. Class dismissed. Are you sure you're, still, you're feeling better now, Mark? You just look a bit... I've just got a bit of tummy ache, that's all. Do you need to go for a... <laughs> Do, you... <laughs> Do you need... Do you need to go for a matching poem? <laughs> <I> do... <laughs> 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 fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>